I don't want to belabor this. You know. You know the rule. You know the line. While gambling is an absolute blast, it's also an absolute kick in the stick, which is why we never, ever pile on each other, ever, over wins and losses. Even when we pick against each other, we never talk junk to each other because we know how hard it is. That said, you want to talk about a kick in the stick head. The Bengals suffered potentially the biggest one of all when Joe Burrow went down. But from your standpoint... That could not have gone much worse when actually it was looking so good. You had the two plays last night. You had Bengals plus three and a half and a prop bet involving Mark Andrews. So what happens? The Ravens go right down the field. Andrews puts up big numbers on that drive. The bet looks great. And at the same time, Cincinnati was up 10-7. You were looking good on both. Andrews wrecks his ankle. Burrow goes down. You lose both. This gambling game is hard, dog. What are you, dead? I'm right here right now. It's very hard, Jim. Thank you. The yes. game is hard, dog. Thanks for Just being crying. there, dude. Yep, Thanks for showing right up. Right now. All right, no worries. Hey, I know you sound rattled. I know you sound like a kid. I just took away your, your lollipop or your toy or whatever. Yep. We're going to play anyway. Ugh. All right. Well, you need, we need a bounce back Friday. Let's get it. Are you ready, man? Get right. Hell yes. Let's do this. All right. Let's start with one of the best stories in the NFL, the Texans. They're coming off a huge win against the Bengals, and they're going up against a suddenly rejuvenated Arizona Cardinal team because Kyler Murray is back, and I thought he looked pretty damn good last week, given that was his first game after shredding his knee back last year. What's the number? How are you playing that one? What a difference a year makes. Last season, the Texans had the worst offense in football. Over the last three games, only San Francisco and Dallas have averaged more yards per play than Houston has. I'm taking the Texans and laying the four and a half points. Arizona's strength pre-Call of Duty Kyler's return was running the football. They currently rank third in the NFL in yards per carry, but that's what D'Amico Ryan's defense does best to stop the run. They rank third themselves in yards per carry. Also, Kyler cannot play defense, and last week, Arizona was able to stand in against Atlanta because of the failed clown's inability to throw the football downfield at all. C.J. can stretch the field. His offense leads the NFL in pass plays of over 20 yards, and he will be going up against a defense that ranks 28th in scoring. Let's be careful, though, Texan fans, about looking ahead to Jacksonville next week. Take care of this. After all, we did lose to our Carolina Texans minus four and a half. I like it. So much to like about the Texans right here, starting with that rookie sensation and MVP candidate, C.J. Stroud. I'm expecting another big game from him. Going up against an Arizona D head that has allowed 20 or more points in the last seven games. Also, Devin Singletary had got off last week, toting the rock. Another good sign. The Cards are 1-4 against the spread in road games this year. And the Texans are thinking playoffs. Arizona gets a shot in the arm from Kyler. But we're talking about a huge jungle team here. The jungle karma is flowing freely. I see you, jungle legend, Nick Casario. I'm more than happy to lay the points. I'm with you. Texas, minus 4.5. Cowboys at Carolina. The Panthers are coming off a Thursday night game. They'll have a little extra time to rest, recover, and prepare. It still won't matter. They don't do anything well. There's a reason why they have only one win. The Cowboys suddenly waking up and feeling dangerous. Well, until they run into anybody who matters. But they're not this week against Carolina. How fat is that number? 
The spread is Dallas minus 10.5. I'm laying the points and riding with the Cowboys here. The last three weeks, Big Mike's offense has been the most explosive in the NFL. They are averaging 477 yards per game and 38.3 points over that time span. My guess is the number is only 10.5 because the Panthers' defense has played well since their bye week. They've allowed only 18.7 points, and only the Jets have allowed fewer yards since that Week 7 bye. That team right there, right. Allen. Yes. Thank you, Allen. Thank you, Allen. And um, just like that Jets offense, though, the Panthers' defense, our offense is a disaster. Frank Reich is uh, taking play-calling duties back. Desperate much, Frank, right there. Now the Cowboys can stop themselves. They have no, sh- uh, they have no show twice this season, both times on the road. They have no. Sh- Once against went, the you ass- almost went L. Rob there, dude. I oh, you know, right? Once against the ass Arizona Cardinals, and of course, Big Mike's team is the most penalized team in football. Shocker, but ATS. Dallas is covering 66% of their games, and the Carolina Panthers are the worst team in football in reality and ATS. They are 1-6-2 and two this season. That's a 14.3% cover rate. Cowboys, minus 10.5. I agree. You are what your record says you are, and their record says they are the worst team in football. Bryce Young is str- struggling. That line cannot protect struggling. him. In fact, that line is liable to get this guy killed this weekend. Mm-hmm. Laying double digits on the road is never ideal, but given that we're talking about the Panthers here, I've got no problem doing it. I'm going to ride with you. Cowboys minus 10.5. Beautiful. Steelers at Cleveland, not to be too cliche, but when these two get together, you can throw their records out. Speaking of which, how the hell are they both 6-3? and three? I don't know. How the hell are they both 6-3? and three? The creep is out for the season, but they do have a great defense to fall back on. And the Steelers, what can I say, Head? They just find a way to get it done. It doesn't matter how it looks. They just find a way to get it done. What is the number? How are you playing that one? Man, freaking Cleveland. The one game Cosby doesn't play like idiot face. Disaster oh, strikes for the cool Cleveland Browns. Cosby, dude. Right. Just like Jello that guy, Cosby. Yeah, no, one I understood game, the joke, dude. Two years, ninety. million. I, I didn't ask you to so. explain what you meant by Cosby. I understood oh, okay. it. I just can't believe you went there. Okay, so since Cosby's out, the, the line. And I heard you the first five times. Go ahead. Minus four to now, minus one and a half for Cleveland. Hmm. I'll take Pittsburgh and the point and a half. DTR will make his second career start for the Browns. He should be able to move the ball. Everyone seems to do that against this Pittsburgh defense. They give up 379 yards per game. That's the worst of Mike Tomlin's tenure. But here's the key. They rank first with Jacksonville in takeaways per game, and DTR did throw three interceptions in his first career start against Baltimore. Of course, Tiny Hands and Matthew Nova Scotia have to win their turnover battle against a damn good non-Joe Woods Browns defense. You hate Joe Woods, don't you? I just hate Joe Woods, yes. Just not good. Dude, he hasn't been there in quite some time. You got Jim Schwartz. You're good, right? I know. I get one year to keep coming at the guy, right? Well, it's like like a wedding. Like you have an entire year to buy a present. You've got one year to keep coming at Joe Woods. That's fair, right? Not really, no, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, Point being, nobody is better in the turnover margin game in the NFL than Pittsburgh. ATS, Browns are 2-0 this season as a home favorite, but Mike Tomlin has hit on 59% of his game since 2006 as an away dog. Pittsburgh Steelers plus 1.5. You know, I kind of like that too. Tough game to pick, even with the creep going down because Jim Schwartz has gone complete wizard with that Browns D. That's the only reason I'm not saying that their season ended the second the creep got ended. 
As for Pittsburgh, I don't know how they're doing it, dude. I just don't. I'm watching them every single week. I don't know how. They're the first team to be outgained in each of their first nine games and still have a winning record. Make that make sense because I can't. Their point differential is minus 26 on the season. I know. Crazy, right? Let me break out a horse racing analogy Mm -hmm. because we have not done that in quite some time. Mm -hmm. We used to talk about the big mare, Misdirection. She knew where the wire was. She did. She just did enough to win. She knew where the wire was. The Steelers know where the wire is. I will also take Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Jags v. Titans. Jags got hammered by the Niners. They're looking for a big bounce back game. What's the number? How you playing it? I know the Jags had won five straight before that beatdown be San Fran. I just don't buy Mrs. Ursay's Jags being a legit Lombardi contender. You can't this year. have a newcomer come in. Yeah. And Your team's steal not the in. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Their point differential is on the season is uh, plus six, which is not mm. good at all. However, I do buy them beating uh, a Titans team and covering the seven here. The Jags' offense lacks explosion in the passing game, but against the Titans' defense that struggles to create pressure, I'm hoping Trevor Lawrence can finally push the ball downfield. I'm really betting on Lawrence here over Will Levis, too. Levis is filling the heat with that uh, backside polter of a line he has in front of him. He's been pressured 42 times over the last two weeks. That's 42 times, Poulter. Thank you. Beautiful. The turnover battle will be interesting. The Titans do not force turnovers. Well, that was a 31st. fresh Poulter reset. Haven't heard that in a while. It's gassy line. That equals Poulter, as we know, right? Wrong. I could do Molinari if you want that one back. No, right. I'm good. Okay. you got about 30 seconds. Okay, uh, Jacksonville ranks uh, first. Uh, Ian Pittsburgh. Poulter, uh, yeah. Wendy Williams. Uh, <laughs> Don't fumble the oh, damn I'll ball, take Wendy Jags. minus one and a half. Uh, uh. ATS. The worry here, Mike Vrabel is 24-12. and 12. ATS is an underdog of three or more points, uh, but I'm riding with the Jags minus seven. Here's what I'll do, Head. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say my pick. You've been on fairly good behavior. Mm-hmm. I have an interview next. I know you want to start your weekend. Ah, you can't. Wait until next hour, and we'll finish the segment. I want it to jump the hour so we can finish what I we started. I could just right? say something right now and start my weekend, but okay, I'll wait. D- don't. Don't. All right, so, Head, let me bring you back in. You and I did not finish what we started. I already warned you about the other. That stays in effect. Finish your thoughts, though. You were talking about Jacksonville Mm -hmm. and the fact that they had a five-game winning streak, but what's their plus point differential this year? What was your thought on Jacksonville in that matchup? uh, Plus six for Jacksonville on the season, which isn't great at all. Aren't you proud of me, though, for being like a fall-in-line kind of guy? I told you I could be. No, yeah, but, dude, you haven't gotten through the segment, so I'm not giving you credit for that yet. No. Okay. No, I'm right. not. I'm not proud of you for really anything other than being some weird savant who gets games right. You haven't fallen in line ever. I think I do. I not think once. That kind of Not guy. ever. Yeah. Not as long as you're still talking about Poulter and Wendy. You haven't fallen in line. Great sound bites, by the way. And Andy, uh, see? worry about Portland women. Don't worry about me. Got it? No, no, dude. He's worried about you. <laughs> He is worried about me. He's And he mm. should be. We all should be, dude. You should be worried about you. <laughs> Continue. Uh, the last thing on the Jacksonville game, the turnover battle. I don't know if I got this in or not. It'll be interesting. The Titans do not force turnovers. They rank 31st in the NFL in that department. Jacksonville ranks first with Pittsburgh. But they also have 19 fumbles on the season. Clean it up, Jags. Uh, ATS, I did get that in. Clean Mike it up. Grable. 
24 and 12 ATS as an underdog of three or more points. That's dangerous, but I'm still riding with the Jags here. Minus seven. God, dude, you're bouncing back. You're, you're like that guy said. He he did everything he could to pick against the Bengals and made a good argument and then picked the Bengals. I know, I know. But that reason why we did that is because of Joe Burrow, and that was smart. And then the NFL didn't, or the team did not put him on the injury report, which is kind of important right there. Yeah, so. Are you saying that's shady? Are you saying yeah. that? Yeah. It's about a touchdown. Seven-point okay. difference there. Uh, are, you, are you saying that you would have picked that game differently if you had known that he Just the was touch hurt? Had I know his hand was busted up like Justin No wonder Herbert. people were so pissed. Oh, All right. man. All right, so the fact to me that the Jags didn't just have their five-game winning streak snapped, but that they got absolutely wrecked by the Niners means they're going to bounce back in this spot. I expect Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne both to go off in recent years. I would have never said that the Titans were a get-right matchup. But pretty much they might be right now. Right. I like what I've seen from Will Levis, but even he has cooled off. Yeah, it's a pretty big number, but I'm going to ride with Duval here. I will lay the tutty. Is it minus seven? Minus seven. Minus seven. Nice. All right, I'm in. All Last right. one, dude. Yep. And no, you're still not a, quote, fallen line guy. Damn, Knowing the way I know you, mm-hmm. you probably did not want to hit the Raiders v. Dolphins. <laughs> but like my dude, Woody, who was listening... When, or you might remember when I was in Eagle River, he hit me with an eight-egg omelet and then said, hey, Rome, do you want a pork chop? And as a refresher, I said, no, Woody, really, I'm good with the eight eggs that you just dropped on my plate. To which he responded, good, you're getting one anyway. Same with you, Head. I know you want no part of this game. I know you want to find some boring game that would be easy for you to pick. But no, dude, you're getting this game anyway. Miami, Vegas, what's the number? What are you doing with it? Yeah, so weird game. My numbers are saying Miami big. My gut doesn't feel as strongly, but I'm going to go with my numbers and lay the 13 See what points. I mean? You're doing it. You're going both ways again. Dude, get off the fence. But I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to th- lay the 13 points for Miami. I will credit the Raiders. The last three weeks, they have the top scoring defense in football, and while Miami does have the highest scoring team in football, their last three games, they've only averaged 20 points per contest, and the Raiders have gotten their run game going. They were the NFL's worst rushing team, but the last two weeks under Pierce, they are averaging 138 or 136 yards a game. But I think my guy Vic Fangio is finally turning things around with that defense. They've also been playing the run very well, and having that Jalen Ramsey guy back helps everywhere. And I can't see Aiden Farva keeping pace through the air with the Dolphins' attack. Or Miami's lost two of three. Aiden I don't Far? want Farva. Farva. I want a go- Okay. I'm leader of cola. I don't yeah. know what that is. Gotcha. Leader he looks like Rod Farber. Yeah, no, I got it. Some yeah. He does. A little bit. I'll give you that. Dolphins need a win. They're coming off a bye. Let's go with Miami uh, laying 13 points here. All right, so I've never done this before. I want to read some reaction in the middle of our segment because this guy asked a question that I think that you will have an answer for. Mm-hmm. Dear Jim, longtime listener, love the show. Just have a question regarding big head bets. Why do you and the head not get into the over-unders and only bet point spreads? With so many terrible quarterbacks in the NFL, it would seem like easy money to bet the under in games like the Raiders v. Jets, Bears v. Panthers, Colts v. Patriots. Thanks, Paul and Albany. Warn me dropping a mortgage payment on the Oregon State v. Washington over at 63.5. Wore that game going over halfway through the third quarter. Interesting question. How would you answer that? Under's been hitting like crazy this year, too. I think for entertainment pers- uh, uh, entertainment purposes, better 
pick the game than over. What the hell are you trying to say, bro? Yeah. I think for entertainment purposes, it's better Sad. to pick the games. No? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's, that's kind of like... Look, we, we, we still play we the over-unders. I mean, segment. I play all of it, but... yeah. Stop talking over me, dude. We couldn't <laughs> even get through the segment just going ATS. If all of a sudden we start dropping what in all the teams? overs and unders and every prop bet, we'll never get anything done. Yeah, and maybe we add on Monday or Thursday or something like that when we have more time. Fair, there's, there's fair. No I like that. Way during, on Fridays we could do that. Yeah, it's not unfair what he said. Yeah. All right, so personally, so you ended up, you're going to lay the points. Mm-hmm. How many? Yep. 13. You know, I love the way the Raiders have come back to life. I love the way Antonio Pierce has shown and restoring that Raider pride and love of the game for those guys in that locker room. I mean, they they love the game again. Yes. Before he got there, well, he was there already, but before he became the interim coach, it seemed like they hated the game. They hated life. They're like you. They hated everything. Yes. Now the love is back. But those two games, let's not forget, they were against scrubby New York teams, the Giants and the Jets. You're not going to see that with Miami. Miami's a different deal. To me, it feels like a blowout. You know why? Miami always blows out who they're supposed to blow out. They just don't get elite teams. The Raiders are not that. The Dolphins have the number one ranked offense in the league. They've got that crazy speed. They've got great athleticism. They're coming off a bye week. I love watching the Raiders right now. I love the vibe. I love the cigar celebrations. But this one, to me, has got beat down, written all over it. It's a huge number to lay. But, Ed, I'm going to ride with you on this one, too. Miami. Minus 13, 13 and a half. What is it? 13. Got 13. 13. Yep. 13. Mm-hmm. All right, so so far, dude, you've made it to the end of the segment. You have been a fallen line guy. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. is there any props, any over-unders, anything else you want? So I'll list off the games real quick. Texans minus four and a half feet cards. Cowboys minus ten and a half at Carolina. Steelers plus one and a half at Browns. Jags minus seven v Titans. Um, Dolphins minus 13 v Raiders. I'll step away from the spreads for that guy just because I'm a man of the people. I'll also play uh, plus money on Mike McCarthy being the big brother of that plus size plus size gal in that Jardians commercial, maybe. Ah! Wait, who didn't see that coming? So, dude, you know what you did? You did, you did two things. And they were both so predictable. One, you did the most predictable thing ever. You waited till the end of the segment to force that in there. And the second most predictable thing you did was butcher the line when you tried to force that in there. Your big walk-off, you know, the money shot, so to speak. And you butchered it. Get out of here, man. (laughs) Don't I deserve credit for being a fallen line guy? This dude's like, hey, uh, that was so predictable. So predictable that you would try and jam that in there at the very end and then stumble and trip all over it and butcher it. Wow, dude. Let's hopefully make some money. Oh, 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 oh. That's James Kelly. So predictable, man. All right, but there are the picks. He and I are mostly on the same page this week. In fact, did, did we were we on the same page on every single one of those picks? Not lately, but I think maybe on this one. Yeah, we were. For this show, we were the same. So either we win big or we lose big. Clones, ask yourselves, do we not know what the hell we're doing? Do we not know what the hell we're talking about? Good. Fade us. You'll get over on both of us because he and I went the same way on all five of those games. If you have any respect or you think you know what we're talking about, ride with us. Let's get paid.
Let's make some money.